R.I.P. Tammy Roderick. I'm going to start off with some new music before we get to anything. And we'll come back to it later. Grab a hold of the devil in your soul. Keep it close, where she at, where she go? I might just need her case, they coming at my throat. And always cool because I'm coming from the cold. I'm a smooth Mac Daddy and I got some pimp game. Take a listen, that's why you came. And ask my brother, when comes, I never changed. You know you want it. Ain't nothing wrong with trying to get like me. But you'll probably never get like me. Cause nobody talk that shit like me. That shit like me. You know you want it. Dancing. Way up on a rain cloud. Can you feel me from the other side? Make me never wanna come down. Ain't nothing wrong with trying to get like me But you'll probably never get like me Cause nobody talk that shit like me Grab a hold of the devil in your soul Keep her close where she at, where she go I might just need a case, they coming at my throat And always cool because I'm coming from the cold I'm a smooth Mac Daddy and I got some pimp game Take a listen, that's why you came And that's my brother, I never changed you know you want it. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the basement. We're just going to kick it in the, at the end of the year uh, as we reflect and look forward. Uh, we're just going to kick it in with, uh, with a little chill vibe right there. We're going to, I don't know, maybe we'll end with the intro track or something. We'll figure it out in production. Uh, speaking of looking back. The uh, the last podcast, I was talking about my COVID symptoms and my COVID protocol, and I forgot to mention one of each. I had a symptom at the beginning. Uh, it was, I was just filled with rage. All right, I was if if if. I had a ten day ten days I had COVID. If this is your if your first time, you're not going to go back and listen to the last episode. And each day got a little bit better, but the beginning was was obviously the worst. If I got better every day, uh, but within that, I listed some of my symptoms and you know just really tired, lost my sense of smell, not taste, and still haven't fully recovered. With I don't have a full like sense of smell. I can smell things directly up under my nose. So like if there's a fire, um, there's a problem. Uh, I'm I'm reliant on. On others and technology, I'm not going to be able to get out of certain circumstances myself. Or there's a gas leak, man. I hope my carbon monoxide detectors, I hope those work. But anyways, when I had COVID, when I was taking the test, uh, and now I don't know if this was necessarily like being sick and then being just weakened by sickness, and that's a sense of vulnerability and making me just upset at that and lashing out. Or I don't know if it was that, or I don't know if I have like some underlying anger issues that are hiding that are really suppressed, maybe maybe blacked out that I never haven't quite dealt with because I've I've been operating for the past the recent history, the past couple of years on a way less 
from a, a far less place of, of anger and anger being my immediate reaction, even after thinking like and remaining angry. I haven't found myself being, you know, just overly mad, upset, just lashing out, violent tendencies. Like I don't have that too much within me. So for this rage to come out, it was like, oh, is there something in me? Or was it the COVID, you know, or, 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 or none of the above? You know, who, who knows? But I felt enraged. Like I was taking a COVID test, a home COVID test. If you haven't taken one yet, you, and even, even at home, whatever, you take, there's a COVID test. You, you lay it flat on a table. You squeeze, squeeze a little bit of a COVID juice in the test kit, right? And you take a, a swab, swish it around your nose, and then plug that swab into the test kit with that COVID juice in there, and it tells you positive, negative, pretty easy stuff. I freaked the fuck out. I wigged out just just screaming like, oh, why is this so difficult? Like reading was hard. Comprehending it was hard. Putting the directions in order was hard. You know, I was just like, and I, and I, it, it was just, it was just weird. It just angry. And then uh, for my protocol, I did not mention on the last episode uh, that I did smoke every day. I didn't stop. Uh, I didn't stop anything, uh, but drinking like habit wise. And I, my diet, uh, I think I talked about that, but I just ate way more, way more green shit. So I don't want to mislead anybody. That's all. So uh, now, uh, marry everything. Uh, you know, the holiday season pretty much came and went. The new year is about upon us. How did it go for you? Uh, does it matter for you? Do you count on a different calendar? Do you go maybe off your birthday where you sit back and reflect? Any which way it goes, if you do not or have not, uh, I would definitely highly recommend just sitting back and and doing a little bit of reflection, you know? So, but yeah, Merry Everything. Thanksgiving came and went. Christmas came and went. Uh, Xmas, if you celebrate that. Hanukkah, Festivus, all that shit. All of that. And since I've been away, uh, long story, uh, short story, long, long story longer in 20, April, 2020, my family was supposed to go to Disneyland. The world shut down. Uh, and then in November, 2021, my family was supposed to go to Disneyland. Uh, half my household came down with that COVID-19, uh, that canceled the trip or postponed it once again. So we went in December. So I recently hit up the Disneyland before Christmas time. Uh, and as far as Disneyland goes, I mean, I would recommend going at that time of year. Uh, it was, it was cool. The lines were flowing. It wasn't wicked hot. I would, you know, when it, when you're moving that much, on your feet, go, go, go. I mean, you're staying relatively warm. I couldn't imagine being there in like in the summertime, just hot and sticky, surrounded by people waiting in these lines, finally getting on a ride that somebody had just got off and it's just full of their stank. Like, I don't know. I'm cool with the Disneyland uh, and going back in the wintertime between the holidays, like as, you know, as late. I would even go like entertain going for Festivus or Christmas Eve or being in the area for, for Christmas. Like we didn't, you know, we went to, you know, it's my wife's favorite place. So we went, kicked it, had a good time. My mother-in-law was there. My kids, it really, really enjoyed themselves. And we just uh, really had a good family time. And that carried on just throughout. And we get that anyways. We do we do a really good job in our household. I feel uh, of getting of making family time a, a top top priority. Not a lot gets lost in the shuffle. You know, sometimes when you tell a kid, "Yeah, hold on, we'll do that later," it doesn't happen. I get that, and that happens uh, here as well. But we, but we spend a lot a lot of time together, uh, and that's one of my you know like one of my top priorities in life, anyways. And as I sit back and and reflect. 
you know, reflect on the year or just reflect on your past, just the past, just everything that brought you up to this point. Anytime you're doing reflection, it's kind of a big, it's a, it's a long journey. Let's, let's think about some highlights. Let's write some things down. Maybe I forgot some of the things that, that had happened. Maybe something was real funny that I, you know, I, I, I could share with somebody later. Uh, but also we, we, we reflect upon the past, you know, specifically the year though, in order to project upon the future. You know, what decisions have I been making? What decisions could I be making that could leave me in a better spot? All right, let's reverse engineer that so we can have some clarity on the path ahead. And I'm, you know, feel like I've been seeing seeing things in a new light recently, just a, a, a major, major sense of clarity. And in the past, I've had problems staying true to myself, just going with the, the wrong flow, a flow that was not a flow of my own. All right. And that, that, you know, carries on from time to time. And sometimes you don't realize that you're not on the correct path or you need to divert, you know, hold on. I need to hold. I got a divergent path here. I'm going to take this way. And people I'm riding with, some of y'all are coming with, some of y'all I'm going to catch up with, and some of you are going to be left behind. That's the way life goes. Any which way, in and out of it, there's always going to be some people left behind. I think I like Lucas Graham, uh, Seven Years. Listen to that song. If you ain't listened to that song recently, um, check it out. I think that's a real, it's a real good just track about life, life's journey. And he wrote that as a very young man, just, uh, you know, as a European fellow, Lucas Graham. I think he's, he's Dutch from Holland. Uh, and I saw him live. My wife was pregnant with my first son. And when she was pregnant with baby G, uh, we went, we saw uh, childish Gambino. We saw him live. Uh, but, uh, I don't know how I got talking about concerts, talking about staying true to myself, but I've had problems in the past. And as I currently have, you know, this sense of clarity, you know, one thing in order for me to remain clear, it's a, it's a, 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 a Becoming one of my main priorities in life is to stay true to myself, right? So my, my number one priority, time at home, time at home, all right? And as I've talked about before, let's, re, you know, let's refresh the year. Let's look back. You know, what are your priorities? My number one priority is time at home. So family, family. Number two, my wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, dietary wellness, just relate wellness within relationships. All right. My finances are number three and number four causes that I care about. I would say those are my pillars. That's the structure. That's the foundation. All right. And then that rolls into, you know, core values. All right. Beyond that. So, you know, and uh, they can intertwine. It's kind of a Venn diagram looking thing that there's, you know, there's gaps to fill. You know, you want to bridge those. And like the my real estate team, we came up as a team. We came up with uh, our core values: gratitude, accountability, professionalism, and service. All right, so I'm just the wheel ain't broken. I'm taking that. I'm putting that on my car. I want to use those. I want to live with that as part of my mantra, part of you know my affirmations that I'm using every day. I always live life in this way, and. I will throw in that forgiveness as well as one of my core values, just going through life. I'm some type of an empath. You know, I feel things hard. I may not act on things a certain way, and I may be stoic in my presentation, but I really do feel uh, the things people say and the things that happen, you know, to my loved ones, even, yeah, once removed. Like somebody, somebody I love loves, 
So let's say I got a brother from another, has an issue with somebody he loves to a certain extent, I feel that. And for me to get over that for the sake of that relationship, you know, I got to have a sense of forgiveness. And that's, that's just me. That's just some of my, my, my perspective going through on life. And when I think about staying, all, all of those things intertwining with staying true to oneself and being, you know, if you can't stay true to yourself, it's a problem. You're, you're more of a liability, if that's the case. If you don't have the objectivity to look inward, drop the ego, view yourself as others see you. Uh, you know, or make an attempt to, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes looking at you. What kind of life are you living? Is it a life that you, in the event you die right now, but the catch is you got to live it all over again? Is this, do you want to do it again? Is it, are you living a life worthy to do again? You know, think about that. So, but staying true to myself. And then I got to thinking, I was listening to a podcast with Jewel. Jewel's a 90s folk singer. Uh, she's probably in her early, mid-40s these days. Uh, beautiful soul, beautiful individual, uh, outstanding story. Uh, a come up from a homestead in Alaska, just legitimately nothing. You come, she come from nothing and became one of the biggest pop singers in the world at a very young age. So came from nothing, had everything back to nothing. All right, so those some those very close to her um, uh, did not treat her the greatest, and but she had a lot of forgiveness in her heart. Uh, but she was she was, what she was spitting to get over to get over what had happened to her, and be standing today in a relatively uh, seemingly good spot uh, outside looking in. Anyways, but she was talking about depression and anxiety. I was hearing her her uh, on an interview. And she, she just brought up a good point that those are warning signs. Those are warning signs from your brain that you need to, and I'm going to paraphrase, you need to make a change. All right. And that change, and that may be a radical change. All right. You may need to divorce your spouse or, or quit your job. And although I've been, as I've been seeing things very clearly and, and not necessarily being in feelings of, of anxiety, like I, I knew I was not staying true to myself. And in the last podcast, I ended with not staying true to myself as a conversation I have to have. And I had the conversation uh, with my bosses. So I put in a notice to leave my current job and, and I wanted to leave it on great terms where we're going to, we're going to work it out. You know, we're going to got to reverse engineer a few things uh, from me not being there, but it's going to be kind of a six month situation and uh, kind of how we have it going on right now in six months where we start, you know, propping up a, a few other people and other people taking on additional responsibilities and it will be as smooth as it can be. Uh, but yeah. And uh, my next venture, you know, I left the United States air force in in my finality saying by the time I'm 40, I will be my own boss. I will own my own business. That's all I knew. Reverse engineer that from there. All right. That's the the theme of the podcast. Reverse engineer it uh, to figure it out. Uh, what is your goal? What do you, okay, this is the goal. How do I get there? Okay, well, these are the steps. Let's work them backwards. All right. The goal is have a business. Okay. How does that business make money? Well, it provides a service. Okay. How do you market that service? 
as such. And then you break into the fine details and it's just the inter, you know, the, the knowledge pieces of how to run a, a business bank account. That would be the biggest thing I think I need to to learn. And then a few additional skills along the way. And I'm going to reveal that as it goes. I'm not going to lay out my, uh, my business plan uh, right here. But, you know, as I did a lot of reflection on on the year and on my life and got to thinking where I was, well, what's, what's going to happen if I'm doing what I'm doing right now in 20 years? I'm going to be 20 times more miserable. You know, there's a lack of passion. There's a lack of want here. There's a lack of service, a very, very, very large lack of service uh, in my soul. So, you know, we'll step it up. We'll, we'll still continue to do a good job. You know, you don't ever want to let people down who support you, right? So that's why we give... That's what I chose, you know, let's give some time. Let's work this out. You know, I'm not going to let anybody down. Um, don't let, you know, and and definitely don't do such a thing. I was flipping through a notebook and I found a note. Don't let those who, don't let down, <clears throat> let me start over, <clears throat> and scene. Don't let down those who support you in favor of temporary agreements. All right. You don't want to let people down. All right. Especially like when you, Think of gratitude, accountability, professionalism, and service. You don't want to put somebody, you don't want to negate all those to leave somebody else in a position where they have to forgive you. You know, where you owe somebody some type of deep like apology, or you wrong somebody. And there's some apologies I owe, you know, that I can't wait to give. They have to wait. Just uh, there's just a just a matter of of distance. There's things that need to happen face to face with somebody who's almost a stranger to me. I owe a deep, heartfelt apology to to somebody who is almost a stranger to me. It's a family friend. Somebody who I love loves this person. And I wronged them. Uh, and it was brought to my full light several months back. I'm like, oh, damn, I really legitimately, like, that's not okay by anyone's standards uh, of how to live today, the way that the things that happened between me and this, this individual directly, it was a direct confrontation. Um, I have minimal recollection of it. It's an, uh, a, a, an interesting time in my life. Uh, but nonetheless, um, what I was saying was don't let down those who support you in favor of temporary agreements. Uh, I think that's very important. Uh, that goes back to I think depression, anxiety, uh, being a warning sign to change your behavior. Um, also, don't let that be a false, a false blip, right? A false positive. Ah, lust. All right, go cheat on your spouse, or like I got headhunted to do my position for another real estate team not too long ago, uh, offering the the same ish pay. And I was just like, okay, well, lateral financial, what benefit does that bring me right now? I have great relationships with people I work with. Uh, we have a really good thing going. The, I've already, I already know for living as long as I live that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And, and almost to an extent, the grass is not greener on the other side. Um, not necessarily even not always, you know, but yeah, but yeah, sometimes, um, it is. It depends on what kind of shift and what kind of change I guess you're looking to make. But when it's that type of like a lateral thing, you know, the type of uh, the type of uh, personalities that are involved, like 
no, I got a really, really good thing going. At the, and that can be true at the same time. That can be as true as it's not right for me. I need to move on. So and I think it was an appropriate way to put in notice and have solutions to the problem that I'm causing. You know, ultimately, it comes down to I'm still finding my way, my path through this life as a man, as a father, as a husband, you know, as, a, as a civilian. You know, spent over 14 years, you know, my adult life and serving in the military. So I'm still transitioning out of that. And the only thing I knew leaving the military was I don't want to be part of a big monster organization. And well, okay, so what's the reverse pendulum swing of that? Me running my own show and maybe, maybe working to a point where um, I have a couple employees. Um, but maybe, just because I just think of like a, a good friend of mine, uh, he just got, out of the hospital with COVID and he's a one man show and that really hurt his family income. Now he's a little bit older, a little more established, can take the hit with savings, but still you want to, you know, your savings, I like to ball out with my savings. Like, hold on. I wasn't, you know, yeah, I saved for an emergency, but I also was saving for that vacation. So that changes the vacation. Yeah, it depends how you're living. That's all a perspective thing, but yeah, no, but yeah. So he just got out of the hospital with COVID. It's interesting. Think about COVID again, like how my son, had COVID, how I had COVID, how the, my friend I was just talking about had COVID in the hospital, like bad, had it bad. And me relatively like just, just sick. And my son kind of nothing. And then my grandpa. Uh, so the four of us, three of us have completely different stories and one of us is dead. So <coughs> and if you didn't notice, I got a little bit of a, a little bit of cough right now. Something's, uh, something went around the house real quick. One of the boys came home uh, passed it to other G who passed it to me. And then I passed it to Mrs. Rain. And then her dad was here. As I was saying, we got good family time over the holidays. Her dad was in town from Missouri, uh, but he left, he came in healthy, left with a cough. Uh, yeah, but sit back, reflect, reflect on the year, reflect on the year in order to project upon your future. All right. What, what have you been doing? What do you want to be doing? How are you going to get there? And set, set, re, you know, I'm going to set, I'll say a resolution as we roll into the, the new year. You know, I know it's a little cliche. Some people don't like to do it, but there's one thing I really, really every year for the last, I think two, two years, every year uh, for the last couple of years, I put reading emphasis on reading emphasis on reading. And I'm not even going to, I've stopped kind of lying to myself. I absorb information just a, in a different way. And reading's really, it's really difficult for me um, for reasons uh, I don't want to get into at the moment. Uh, so I'm not going to have reading on the list, but I'm going to focus on sleep, just getting, just being to bed. Like just let's start at before midnight and let's scale that back for the year. I've gone on phases and the last few days have been cool. It's easy, you know, it's nice to get a jump start on things, get a jump start on the resolutions included. Um, but just focus on sleep. If I can be laying down in my bed before midnight, like too, too many nights in a row, I'm up until midnight. Like I'm awake at midnight. I might be laying in bed, you know, anytime between 11 and 12, 15, but let's literally be laying in bed, getting comfortable, like before midnight and then scale that back. Ideally, like the dream would be sleep 10 to six. That'd be the eight hours. Um, then I'm kind of up, up with the day, up with the household, shutting down the household, uh, last and just being up, uh, first, and so focus on sleep and then eliminate pasta. 
really already been working on that just by happenstance for the last several months. And, uh, I, I got, I would, I slipped a little mac and cheese over the holidays. Uh, and then there was some soup. I get this soup every Thursday from a spot. I never ask what it is. And it had some pasta in it a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I really do like craft mac and cheese spirals with two slices of craft American singles added in, uh, for additional cheesy flavor. Uh, but, I'm going to go ahead and eliminate pasta. So focus on sleep, eliminate pasta. And then another thing, this is just on my mind, it's a, it's a, a future resolution. It'll be reduce bread. All right, have bread rolls, maybe like a sandwich, like three to five servings of bread per week. So I want to just reduce that. I cut it, work on cutting that like in half. So then like next year's resolution can be get bread out of it. Just because when it comes to my perspective, all right, longevity, health, wellness, family, wellness, finances, causes that I care about, you know, in order to enjoy all my pillars of life, health. I got to be healthy. Got to be here. Got to be here to enjoy it. So work on things that don't necessarily need to be in the diet, that do no no uh, nutritional uh, benefit, add no value. You know, mouth pleasure is great from time to time, and I'm still going to have, you know, a little bit here and there, just going to reduce. And I'm talking specifically bread, like reduce bread on my way to eliminating just bread. I still I still love pie and cheesecake and shit. Like the crust's got some, some, uh, some flour and stuff in there. I'm not to a point where I'm going to fully eliminate gluten, just talking about bread. So pasta this year, bread next year. I'm going to get up out of here. Um, I'm going to play this track one more again. We're going to close out with this. Uh, yeah, my brother-in-law came through on Christmas Eve. He's like, he wanted to, he's like, man, I'm going to play the guitar for a little bit. Can you put on a beat? It's like, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I can, bro. Put on a beat, cut on the mics. And he laid just a little nice guitar rift on the beat I had, produced it up, uh, found an old poem laying down, put the poem, uh, put the poem to the music, and uh, and here it is. We gonna uh, we gonna play it again. So everybody be cool. Check on a vet and hug your loved ones. Uh-huh. Happy New Year. Grab a hold of the devil in your soul. Keep it close, where she at, where she go I might just need her case, they coming at my throat And always cool because I'm coming from the cold I'm a smooth mac daddy and I got some pimp game Take a listen, that's why you came And ask my brother, when it comes, I never changed You know you want it Ain't nothing wrong with trying to get like me But you'll probably never get like me Cause nobody talk that shit like me that shit like me You know you want it Dancing Way up on a rain cloud Can you feel me from the other side Make me never want to come down Ain't nothing wrong with trying to get like me But you'll probably never get like me Cause nobody talk that shit like me Grab a hold of the devil in your soul Keep her close where she at, where she go I might just need a case they coming at my throat And always cool because I'm coming from the cold I'm a smooth Mac Daddy and I got some pimp game Take a listen, 
That's why you came, and that's, and that's my, my brother. brother. I never changed. You know you want it. Welcome to the basement. Welcome to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life. My granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. There's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something that'll make you think, something that'll make you feel good. I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you want to go? How deep you want to go? How deep you want to go?